Hey everybody, today's all about that Horus Heresy Terrain Train. Welcome to Trident Wargaming, a podcast dedicated to all aspects of tabletop wargaming. Your hosts are Bill and Andy. Hey guys, welcome back to Trident Wargaming. This is episode 14 and I am your host Bill. And I'm your other host Andy. And yeah, today we've got kind of a little bit of a, I guess, a different format for the show. We, we definitely want to jump into Horus Heresy, talking about terrain, um, as it's a huge, huge uh, player in the game system itself. Uh, but to kick things off, actually, we wanted to talk about what's new in Wargaming. And it's basically just do a little recap of all the systems that, you know, we love and the things that have been dropping the last... What week and a half, two weeks has been jam packed with just tons of stuff. So, <laughs> definitely. Uh, guess we can start with any of the systems, really. Yeah. Um, so, I guess I'll start off with uh, some of the bolt action stuff happening, Warlord Games. Um, so, there's been a, a, a release date showing up June 4th for uh, a D Day US Sector campaign book, which is pretty cool. Uh, also, is uh, there was a sneak peek at one of the other campaign books, uh, Italian Underbelly, and believe it or not, and this always happens to me, is I, I actually ended up finding it on Amazon. So before awesome. even Warlord releases it, I see it on Amazon for some weird reason. Uh, so that'll be pretty cool. Not sure when that's coming, but it's it's out there. Uh, they did release a new plastic Jag Tiger kit which is pretty awesome. Uh, they also have some of uh, Hobart's funnies for guys you know. They're the uh, Churchills that uh, they had weird attachments on them for the war, right? So um, those are coming out. And they've just released the British Canadian Infantry uh, box set and the Starter Army. Um, and luckily enough, I got one of them here, so I'll probably be doing a unboxing soon enough. And then the uh, British M7 Priest SPGs, uh, so they'll be coming out too. So that's that's pretty much what's going on for bolt action on that end. Nice. Uh, what do you got there, Bill? Um, well, one of the big, big, big ones that I know just was like wildfire online. For Horus Heresy was Malgurs the Twisted. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a, a few reasons why it was super exciting to hear and see was, you know, there's still hope that a lot of these models that, or a lot of these units that just didn't have models are still coming, which is nice. And then on the Warhammer community page, they say, like, this is the first in a few different articles that will be coming out. Uh, to showcase and talk about new heresy stuff, which obviously is an exciting time. There's a lot yes. of rumors, a lot of rumors with uh, heresy itself. You know, with the version 2.0 and you know just all the new things coming out. With like, is there a new plastic set? Is there a new you know box set to jump in? What's going to be what happening? Are they doing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the I know. The sorry, go ahead. No, I was just say all the speculation of, of uh, what's happening, right? Yeah. Like everybody's, it's kind of like everybody's on two fronts. Like, yes, no, is it going to 2.0? Is it not? Is it, what's happening? Yeah. 
Well, even, but, you know, uh, Games Workshop, someone, you know, had their conspiracy hat on and was like, well, the Games Workshop, it's the product code 30, and this is going to be for 30K, <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah. There was a lot of stuff happening for Heresy, like, so I'm definitely excited to see what happens. Malaguer's model itself looks amazing, I think. Um, very, very cool throwback in between, like, Heresy and, like, the Chaos Space Marine range. As you can see, like this is late heresy when they're just really starting to get corrupted. So I, I like the look of that for sure. About time. Yeah. You know. Like there's quite a few models that they still need to bring out. Oh, yeah. And I'm hoping I'm hoping they're gonna be pushing on that, you know, rest of this year, right? Yeah. So And then um, for Heresy as well, the the new Siege Terra Imperial Palace map that dropped not long ago. <laughs> uh, beautiful piece. I have mine sitting here waiting for a frame to go along with my soul system one and yeah it's it's an amazing piece the leather work on it is just incredible and then the fabric map itself like inside if you guys don't have one I would highly recommend grabbing one if you're a big heresy fan just because yeah they uh, they're they're a beautiful addition to any like game room war room whatever you got going on so nice. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, I don't think there was anything else for Heresy though that came out. No, it's well, I guess a, a sub system for Heresy, right? Uh, Deptus Titanicus. Right. There's a few yeah. things happening with that in the last little while. I know they previewed and showcased some of the uh, Volkite weaponry that's coming out for all the Battle Titans, mm -hmm. which is pretty nice. And then obviously, let's get to the real one here the War Master Titan dropped. <laughs> along with the loyal legio book and the war master kit itself like now that people are starting to like you know poster pictures hey this is painted i know gw teamed up with that group of i think four or five different artists to get it all painted in different legio colors it's it is an impressive kit thing is massive so a lot more goodies on it too oh yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, if you uh, if you're just getting into Titanicus, all I gotta say is you know enjoy the trim. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, it's there, you know. And if you're a Chaos Space Ring player, this will be a walk in the park. You know, if you've painted a Heldrake, you'll laugh at a Titan. It's easy. <laughs> so it's very but, true. But yeah, I. I'm really happy with the, the way things are going for Titanicus. I'm super, super excited and just amped up for a Traitor Legio book, hopefully dropping sooner than later. Yeah, the Loyalist book is thick. Oh, yeah. So I can just imagine the, the uh, Traitor one is going to be just as big, if not bigger. Yeah. Well, let's hope we get some of those Demon Engine upgrades in there, because that would be... Uh... Mm -hmm. That would be just legit. So, Pretty neat. Little twist. Yeah. yeah. Um, Very nice. Yeah, that's basically it that we got for uh, Titanicus. Um, one of the really kind of wild ones, and it's had so much uh, for 40k now. Um, I guess starting with some of those littler ones, small models, you know, there's that new Sisters of Battle, Halberd, Storm Shield melee specialist that uh -huh. they previewed which looks actually really cool i do like the aesthetic of it for sure 
I'll have to see what that's all about. Definitely. Yep. And then obviously it'll be going into my collection. But oh, of course, of <laughs> course, you have to. You have to. And then uh, the Beast Snaga boys that they were previewing. Oh, yes. Now, like these guys aren't riding squigs either. These guys are on foot, which lends itself to: is it going to be? Just a new like boy box dropping with these guys, or is it going to be a combat patrol, or is it going to be a whole like release? Is it going to be almost like a Space Marine release where they have like a faction book within or a clan book within a faction, right? Like, I'm kind of excited to see what they do because the aesthetic of the boy itself is not kind of it's not as cartoony and kind of silly as it's been in the past it has a little bit of the elements from age of sigmar yeah it makes it look a little more brutal so it's it's the new style of modeling right and like it it was funny because you and me were talking about like new boys yeah um, like a week ago before this that that dropped kind of thing and it was like all of a sudden it came out and it's like no way are they doing it yeah. So it's good to see orcs getting something new and maybe more coming. New kits, new, who knows, maybe bigger boys. Maybe they're evolving. You know, bigger, bigger, uh, different units. Right? Because, yeah. I mean, the orcs, I think, have had pretty much their similar same units for a long time. Like, you know, yeah, they have, they've gotten some new units, but nothing too major i don't think mm-hmm. so if they're coming out like you said like a new clan maybe that or awesome. you know a, a previous clan that they are like completely revamping and bringing a new with new gizmos and gadgets and waz you know yeah then uh all the power to them because yeah new models means you know great times for for painting oh for converting sure. especially with orcs converting like so yeah it's good to see it's it's definitely good to see and then uh what else we got for 40k i think we got the big one yeah oh yeah the big daddy the first prince bellacor bellacor just like wow so if you manage to get one you're lucky because uh the allocation of these was super low and the demand was like through the roof um, I know I'm definitely looking forward to getting mine built to run alongside my Chaos Space Marines or even my new Demons. One? Oh, yeah. Where did you get one? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been hiding. hiding in the shadows. <laughs> it pretty much is. It's just it's hiding in a box just waiting to be unleashed. Yeah. So I want to see it built and compare it to uh, my uh, Change of Ways, my Fate Weaver, see how oh, big he yeah. actually is. Oh yeah, he's because that's a tall beast. Yeah, so he's be cool to see the size comparison. Oh, definitely. That wingspan, man. That wingspan. Yeah, (laughs) it's yeah, it's crazy. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely uh, definitely pumped to see that thing. And then one of the the most recent um, things for 40k is Adeptus Mechanicus previewing some. Uh, they had a combat patrol box, which looked pretty legit. And then mm-hmm. uh, 
they're doing like another run of those Adeptus Mechanicus dice. So back in the day, you could buy this massive cube of, I think it was a hundred of the, uh, what is it, 12 millimeter dice? Was the black and red ones? Yeah, right? the black and red yeah, yeah. ones. And uh, they were really good for APOC or just, you know, rolling a ton of dice. So they've done, redone these ones, but they're uh, red with white uh, pips and details. And then, nice. yeah, they showed uh, the data cards, and then there's, you know, the Skitari Marshall that they did in a preview a little while back as well. So just, yeah, a lot of exciting things happening for a lot of these systems, which is mm-hmm. really nice to see. I know I know a few of the guys here in the group that uh, play Mechanicum are pretty pumped. So the aesthetic looks grittier and darker for them for sure on some of the artwork i've seen so i'm excited to to see them on the tabletop in full force very nice yeah i know uh ongoing another game that we kind of look at too is uh star wars legion Mm -hmm. and there's there's a few things that have kind of popped up as well um right now there's two Upcoming releases. Uh, one of them is the Rebel AA5 speeder truck, flying camper, pretty much. Yeah, the Winnebago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, they've they come with a, quite a few uh, cards uh, for the unit itself, plus the generic cards that other units can use and whatnot, like in your in your army. But um, there's a couple of uh, controversial cards in it that's saying maybe too powerful but a lot of cool abilities it'll be interesting to see it on on the board um see the guys doing paint jobs maybe paint jobs on it maybe some murals on the side of them i don't know (laughs) um we also have the uh imperial and i think it's the clone it's a dual dual faction units as well the laat slash le patrol transport um You've actually seen it in in Clone Wars, but it's just a little little flyer, and uh, again, a lot of different cards in it, and a couple characters and whatnot, uh, upgrades for the card, uh, for the actual um, unit itself. So, um, I think this is a start of new stuff for Legion with more um, flying units, kind of hovering units, right, repulsors and stuff. That's what they call them. And then you get some sneak peeks of like Magna Droids, Command Droids. Um, You also had a whole bunch of like other sneak peeks of like the Yoda model that they're coming out with and some of his stats. Um, There's also like the other Wookiee set that's coming out. Look like Warrior Wookiees. Hmm. Awesome. yeah, and there's just there's there's a, there's slowly bringing more stuff out, right, to make the a lot more units for the game. Um, and then they just released not too long ago, uh, Landal Calrissian, and also Agent Callus. So for Empire and Rebels, and they have different mechanics that you haven't really seen. It's more of uh, they got kind of like positive mechanic and then there's a slightly negative mechanic but there's little combos that you can do with them so uh, that'll be interesting to see on on the board and see what people come up with so uh, but pretty cool Uh, always excited to see all that 
Legion stuff come out as well. You know, love the Star Wars too. So oh yeah, and um, yeah, we'll see what else come starts coming out. Who knows? Maybe they'll make a Gungan race come out faction. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. That's um, that's all I got for Legion. Okay. I think for the most part, but just like on the on the systems that we've kind of really been hitting, I think that's kind of it that we uh, that we saw. So mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure I'm sure a few of you guys have seen you know this stuff as well. We're just kind of recapping because there's just there's been a lot of stuff coming lately, and sometimes it's hard to just keep it all all on track. So yeah, the company companies are definitely like. You can definitely see them doing a lot of releases, and like, obviously, there's other systems that we don't even touch, we don't even cover really. But like, you see it all the time, right? Like, yeah. there's so much coming out. Yeah. So, but these are kind of the main ones that we concentrate on, or, or that we're pretty involved in, and and get to play whenever we can. Exactly. When that is again, but you know. Yeah. Um, but. Still pretty exciting to see all the stuff come out and grab it. Mm-hmm. I guess that said, we can slide into uh, just kind of what's new with us. What's new, what's been going on here. So, yeah. Um, you know, new month. So we kicked off in uh, April, which was a new month. And with that, we wanted to do a new uh, hobby pledge for mm-hmm. like, painting and building and whatnot. So we ended up jumping uh, into the Horse Heresy system. And kind of got that buzzing online, uh, like with a local group that's um, basically very thriving. I would say there's a lot of uh, a lot of chatter on there, a lot of pictures, a lot of excitement, and that's really the main focus of those like hobby pledges is to just you know start drumming up the uh, interest again. One thing I've noticed uh, just with our community, like a lot of new armies. Yeah. Which is awesome, right? Um, and, and like the, the hobby challenges that we do and, and whatnot, really, it's really spiked that interest again. And people mm-hmm. are, like you said, getting involved, right? Which is great. Even though we can't play, people are still getting ready, still prepping, still still getting involved, asking asking questions. You know, yeah. Um, like I'm doing my white scars, and and loving it. You know, I'm doing my markings on my jet bikes and and on the greaves and stuff, and it's really exciting for me because it's just it's a different challenge, right? But I know it's going to be a lot of work. But in the end, when it's all done, it's just going to look wicked on the on the the field, right? So, oh yeah, and and it's nice because then you start seeing guys who you know they're they may be doing the same army, and you get to bounce back and forth. You know, ideas and questions and all that, which is is great for the community. So, definitely. Well, it's it's just that next level of engagement with you know fellow people in the community, which makes it a big deal too. Yeah, yeah. And and on top of everything too is we're looking at and seeing um, changes as well in in the community. Guys looking at you know larger games larger points you know uh, armies are changing slightly like i know our, our friend brady's you know messaged us a few times about 
you know, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Right? Yeah. And it's awesome because it's just you can see the hype. It, it's like it's like when we started in Heresy. Oh yeah. That excitement, right? Yeah, we're 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 seeing that, and there's new players jumping in and getting involved. So yeah, it's 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 wicked awesome. I know. Uh, so with that particular hobby pledge just round, we ended up doing it basically for the month of April and May. Mm-hmm. We did a two-parter just because heresy. You know, we really want to make sure we give a lot of time uh, for people to get their units done and uh, plan it out right. So the actual challenge was to get an HQ and a a squad done. Uh, no real minimum or maximum, just whatever you could get done, totally complete. So uh, at the end of the month, or the end of the challenge, I should say, because it's two months, um, you would have you know two completed squads at least. And the whole goal is to pretty much um, start getting the local community ready, hashtag fully painted, all the way to being uh, ready for some Centurion-style events to really kind of you know break off the rust let people kind of start playing around with the units uh there's some newer players jumping in so it lets them kind of you know get a feel for it before we start uh escalating up which will be a lot of fun uh, mm-hmm. what did uh what did you end up uh, pledging andy for your white scars uh i end up pledging a squad of uh outriders with plasmas oh yeah five of them a five-man strong one and then the um space marine legion nair jet bikes as well five of those guys so nice and then i think i uh i think i have a praetor or centurion in there as well on a on a jet bike nice so it's very you know it's part of the larger army right yeah so i figured okay let's five five is a good number let's do that and then change it up from jet bike to the uh, outrider bike and um, just have fun with it have fun with the the markings like every bike will have their own individual different markings not one will be the same right so again like i said it's going to be a challenge um there is going to be a, a bit of freehand that i've got to do which I, i've actually done the sum this morning on the, one of the guys' greaves, but um, a lot of taping, you know, spraying, touching up. But I'm enjoying it. It's fun. And I'll definitely, definitely be done, I think, before, uh, before completion date. So nice. It's good. Yeah. That's all right. I like that you picked five of each uh, squad, considering that's your uh, Legion number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Probably didn't I didn't do that on purpose. It was <laughs> totally by mistake. But oh, that's all right. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, it worked I'll out. take it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Bill? What did what did you end up pledging? I know you got a lot. But. Uh, there was a lot of stuff. Well, you know, for starters, I uh started pledging everyone's favorite legion, you know, the word bearers. Um Ooh. give you a moment just let that sink in. <laughs> and uh, so for my actual pledge, I ended up pledging uh, some, some, uh, some beefier units here. I've got a 15-man assault squad that I ended up pledging. 
and a five-man Saturnine pattern Terminator squad. Um, the Terminators, those are the uh, Tortuga Bay Studios on Instagram. And uh, I'll be throwing up some more pictures about Check them like, out. of them because amazing models. Check them out. They are badass. Yeah. Yes, they are. And just super beefy, right? So... And then um, I ended up uh, pledging a Diabolist that I'm converting, and he's almost done. He's going to be ready for Prime probably in the next two days, and uh, I'll actually be posting some pictures on the uh, Trident.Wargaming Instagram page later on, so you guys can check that out. And uh, definitely, yeah, let me know what you think, if he seems diabolic enough, right? Like... He's, they're like the first that sold their souls, right, to the Chaos Gods, so he'll have some sorcerer slash librarian elements on him, but then, you know, just kind of more uh, taint and corrupted look, so I'm, I'm hoping that's that's what comes through in the model anyways, so. And just so you guys know, I play Ultramarines, so in the future, there's going to be a lot of grudge matches. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... Yes, it's it's going to be amazing. Um, the whole kind of premise for my uh, word bearers is based around Kalth. And they're all kind of basically going to be really geared towards the underground arcology uh, fighting slash like Zone Mortalis uh, theme. Uh, all the bases are going to be like Zone themed as well, which I think will really kind of pop the model on it. And then, uh, yeah, it's, it's basically... Uh, Bringing the pain to Andy's Ultra Smurfs and uh, showing him <laughs> why Kalth deserved to burn. So <laughs> <laughs> I said it. Sorry, not sorry. So it'll be fun. It'll be good. It's been uh, the last time I played a Word Bearers player was at LVO, and uh, let's just say I was not prepared. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. So, so. Galvor back and Logar. Oh boy. Yeah, that's that's a that's a nasty combo for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. The nice thing with the challenge is basically what we ended up doing like locally was uh, you know if you get your challenge done, you get entered into a random draw where you win a fifty dollar gift card to Forge World. Mm-hmm. And that's just something that uh, you know uh, for all the challenges that we've been putting on, it's just something that we like to do to again give back to the community that we're a part of start building up some of that uh, hype for the system and it's just it's you know it it really does help though um, create this uh, just this excitement and I don't even think you could call it like an artificial wave because like it's it's been going hard like people are doing more than just the bare minimum for the challenge right there's guys who are doing a lot more which is really nice to see so. And, it, you know, not just, like, within Heresy, but, like, we've been doing this for months, and yeah. every, like, every group that we've we've done it in, we, you know, we see actual people committing and, and accomplishing their their goals, and it's, it's great because, like, like, in the Bolt Action community, I had, there were so many posts that it was like, this is awesome. Like, where have you guys been, right? Yeah. But you end up a little bit of enticement and, and fun and, and community building and, and, you know, people 
seen that is is a really good thing and even in like the legion when i did it with the legion page here locally you know the guy who ended up uh, uh getting the draw winning the draw uh was so ecstatic and excited about uh getting his stuff painted and the challenge really made him go forward actually getting his stuff done yeah. right so it's always good to have like a little bit of like a deadline like a little bit of pressure keeps you honest but it's it's <laughs> a positive yeah well it's yeah. a positive thing though right yeah you know it's it's a positive um thing that that just kind of pushes you like you have it in your head okay i know i gotta get this done let's get it done right sunday morning i put in two hours cool look how much more i got done right yeah so and we we have been doing it for a bit like we've been doing this since january so you know this is month four of uh like straight up like pledging painting or pledging building painting whatever mm -hmm. order they come in it, it's it's amazing how much you can actually get done if you just pledge just something and yep. uh I, I know like at the end of the year we'll probably end up doing like a slideshow of all the different things that we've pledged in like the last you know 12 months for 2021 just to show what we've actually got done. Yeah. And I think this will probably be our best year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. So. I know I'm looking at my showcases right now, and there's a fair bit more that's been painted this year than it has been in the last little while. Yeah. Which is awesome. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. No, it'll be but with killer. that, I guess we can move on to our main topic <laughs> yeah yeah we're there now so so basically yeah horse heresy and terrain so if you are like us and you've played heresy for a little while uh, you would basically notice that majority i won't say all but majority of the games have this one common theme through all of them and it seems to be at, at least here locally for us it seems to be the dreaded four plus cover save where everything is a four plus cover save be it ruins be it your wreckage rubble you know be it uh insert reason here like some statue pieces or chunks of like you know imperial sector or whatever the the whole the whole thing with heresy is that it's it's always a four plus save and yeah. it feels a little bit stale to say you know the least i guess the best word that describes it um i know online there was a question you know on one of these pages that was asked and it, it's a good question uh, not so much the the premise of, but, you know, it was basically, what would you like to see happen with 30k? And immediately, you know, what comes to my mind is, I would love to see an update in terrain rules. And what I mean by that is, you know, now, you know, take a big sip of water, don't get salty, is... 9th edition 40k has some incredible terrain rules and i'm not saying to bring heresy to 9th so just 
slam the brakes, just park that for a second. What I'm saying is there are terrain mechanics in ninth that would greatly benefit the heresy system. Um, one of the main ones that I really like, and actually, you know, we're going to actually start trying and playing, like house ruling it, just to see how it works, is the obscured rule. Uh, those who aren't familiar with 9th edition, obscured is basically your main big piece of terrain, which is like a ruin or an imperial sector or an industrial complex, what, whatever, you know, whatever the piece is. And if you're shooting lane, if any part of your models have to fire through that piece of cover and you're not actually in the footprint of the terrain, it's obscured. You actually can't see anything through it. Regardless of what the true line of sight of the piece is, you can't see anything. And, you know, that might sound silly, but think about this. Alpha Strike in 30k is a very real thing, and it causes a lot of issues in terms of uh, game balance and even just, I guess, um, the level of how much you can actually enjoy your game you know if you're getting you know alpha struck off the board turn one and you've got you know you're down almost a thousand points well it's probably not going to be the best game um you know play style aside where now if you start introducing these mechanics where it's minus one to your sorry where it's obscured completely like line of sight blocking that's awesome um, it allows shooting not to be the be-all end-all on the tabletop for 30k, which it is, let's be real. Um, 7, 7.5, Heresy version 1.0, whatever you want to call it, very much um, revolves around the shooting phase. Um, another terrain mechanic in 9th is dense terrain, which is when you're firing over it, you still get your cover saves and stuff through it, that's fine. But when you're firing like through it or you you know your weapons have to pass over that terrain, it's actually minus one to your hit rolls. And before anyone says that's you know that's not 30k, these mechanics are already here. Those mechanics have been in the game since oh, I don't know. Uh I'd wanna say book five, six. Uh starting with the Maragal um Wordbearer Contemptor. It's minus one to hit if you are less than tough than seven or less than armor 13 in the front. Um, uh, Lehman Russ, when he first came out, he was, you know, bonkers crazy, minus two to hit rolls. Then he got FAQ just to minus one. Magnus is minus one to hit rolls and to shooting at him. It's just, doesn't, there's a lot, right? Doesn't, uh, don't the Iron Hands have something like that? Um, bolt guns? Oh, um, bolt gun? Mine, it's minus one to your, uh, uh, firing weapon strength when you're firing yeah. at uh, them. Gotcha. It's just these mechanics, be it, you know, minus one to hit rolls or for being obscured. I really think it could add a whole new layer to heresy considering obscured rules actually allow combat armies to get where they need to be. Do you want to run, you know, that 80-man berserker slash inductee squad without getting blown off the board by turn two? If you have obscured terrain, you most definitely can. Um, the nice thing about the obscured rule, and you, footprint comes up a lot, 
Um, what we usually have done for ninth in particular is adopted it's a rubber band uh, technique. So it's basically imagine a rubber band is around the outside of that terrain. That's what your footprint is. So as long as you're on the outside of that footprint, you're obscured, you can't see anything, that's fine. As soon as you tow in or your unit enters the terrain, now you can actually fire through using true line of sight. Um, I do believe that would be, again, a big positive for Heresy just because of the way that the, the game is right now. I'd really like to see the pendulum kind of swing back and make it more balanced between combat and shooting. Um, and we've seen it in ninth that yes, combat armies are coming back, be it because of the terrain new rules and you know a little bit of a smaller board. But the terrain rules are the ones that help the most, in in my opinion, anyways. Yeah, I with the terrain, there definitely needs to be a change, like like you said before. Almost everything you come across is four plus. Yeah. Right. And it needs something. It definitely needs something changed. I know we've played with some different homebrew missions that had interactive terrain. Yeah. Which is a pretty neat ability, a pretty neat um, uh, thing for a game, right? It's not, you're not just worried about the enemy. Now you've got to deal with stuff like the terrain. Will it make the game a little bit longer? Probably. But, you know, if you're uh, uh, pretty good at playing the game and, and you're down with it, it doesn't take that much longer. No. But as for changing it up, it would change it up completely, right? Yeah. Like, your, your certain tactics that have been used all the time with, with terrain, it'll change it up, you know? And it'll add even more to that. You know, I know with other games that I've played that that is like, you know, the obscured is the way the terrain is played and it's, it's pretty good. Like you're not just going to get blasted and relying on this four plus. Well, sometimes you need to just get that unit out of sight. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, as for that, yeah, I, I agree with you on, on that part with the terrain for, uh, changing the rules and, and some of the ninth stuff has a good base of an idea and rules for that. Um, again, interactive terrain I think would be great. You know, yeah, you st you do have difficult terrain, but that's pretty simple, right? That's going to be across the board regardless. But other terrain types, and I'm I'm not just talking like the uh the ones that they have in the books you know the the bunkers and stuff like that like even that stuff probably needs to get changed and upgraded because you don't really see buildings that often no right? that's the last time you've interacted like with an actual building uh, in a game <laughs> i don't know at least at least four or five years like yeah at least yeah <laughs> right exactly right but I think if they would just put some thought into it, you know, it'd be really neat if they actually released a separate kind of package of different terrain stuff that you can use. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, in your games, to be honest, right? Like just an come up with, Yeah. Come up with stuff, right? You know, like 
okay, a crater's a crater, okay, right? But now, what 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 if it's a different kind of thing, right? Like uh, a cesspool. Well, if you're going in it, you're taking you're taking damage. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like regardless of what you're going in there with, but plus and minuses to hit, changing that kind of thing uh, definitely would change uh, games, especially like you said with the Alpha Strike. Yeah. Right. But and going back to what you said earlier about combat armies, it is kind of true. Like it's it's really about a lot of the shooting. It is. Right? Like, there's some armies that excel, but they're really designed for it. And if you build them right, you know, they're in your face. Yeah. But, you know, who knows? Uh, even a weather element to the game, right? We've used that before. Yeah. Well, we have for sure. You know, um, you're fighting in some chem depots or whatever, right? And you got to watch out with the strength of your weapons are increased or the AP is increased because you're in that danger zone or whatever, right? They kind of do it with, they kind of do that similar thing with uh, Zone Mortalis. Yeah, they do open and open to the void rules. Yeah. So, but as for the common terrain that you see on the board, like, I know when we play, it's, I don't think I've played in a forest or anything. No. Or a swamp. Yeah. You know. Well, and that's one of the biggest things, right? Like, with heresy being true line of sight, and, and this is where I really think the obscured rule would really shine, is, okay, you can actually play in a forest. You mm -hmm. could have a footprint of a forest, and you can have, you know, maybe ten trees on it, but we all know, like, those trees don't block line of sight. You can, like, see through them, like, even though there's, you know, three or four of them all packed together. But the point is, is having that immersive kind of theme to your tables and having the terrain that supports that. And now it's obscured where you can't see through it. And that just adds like another another layer to the game. And to be honest with you, I, I feel like it would be probably one of the most positive changes that they could make. And I know that sounds like a tall, like a tall statement, but... Um, I really do think it could be huge for the game. So I do know in uh, one of the other games I play, uh, they do in involve like ruins, right? Mm -hmm. Now, when vehicles are going through these ruins, there's a chance that the ruin itself could collapse, right? So like, because most structures are going to have some kind of underground structure, right? So in this game, what it happens is you, if you're driving through it with a tank, you, you have to roll on a chart and there's a, a, there's a chance that it collapses and your tank goes down like into the ground, right? And you get stuck or immobilized. So, you know, cause you see it, the tank just, some guys just plow right through this structure. And it's just like, well, more than likely, like that structure would probably collapse on that tank and probably immobilize it. Yeah. You know, um, just a thing to think about, just to be neat to try out maybe in a future, future game. 
just to see because really, I mean, it's your game. Yeah. You you. I'm not saying to go out and change it. Plus, there's a lot of uh, community-based um, product and like uh, rules and and uh, expansions out there already. That it doesn't hurt trying that stuff or inter- or bringing it into an event and try that kind of thing. But I, I would like to see it a little bit more interactive, right? I'd like to see a bit of a change with that, with the uh, four plus. Because yeah, going into a game and it's always four plus, meh. <laughs> um, don't get me wrong, games are still fun. Oh, they are you for know? sure. Always, we always have good good fights and good battles with guys that we play with and guys abroad that we've played with. Um, but yeah, definitely some more interactive terrain, you know. Um, Rule-wise, they'll just have to, if they even do that kind of thing, or communities would like to do that kind of thing, you know, think about. I'm sure somebody out there, or even in our group, would have some badass ideas, you know, for terrain. Yeah. You could even cut and build stuff, right? Yeah, no, you very well could, for sure. You know. Do uh, do enjoy to see what people will come up with and what we'll come up with in future events for it. But yeah, as for terrain, it's, yeah. let us know what you guys think. Yeah, for sure, yeah. you know, and that that's, that's the biggest thing, guys. Like, we're not, um, you know, we're not bringing it up to cause controversy or whatever. This is this is to be a talking point. What do you think would be a big benefit for heresy terrain wise in this particular spot, right? Like do you think it would be something positive? Do you think something you know, do you think that the game could actually, you know, um use, you know, this kind of interaction or it's just yeah, it's always cool. We definitely want to see see what you have to say and i don't think it would i honestly don't think changes like that would unbalance the game no i don't think so personally either right because like there's still a lot of equipment and units out there that ignores terrain right like it ignores cover you know there's still stuff that does that so even if they did change certain terrain it, it wouldn't really matter right but I don't know. It, it seems to, to me it's it's definitely an area that uh, could be changed and uh, benefit from a change, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So because the, the system has been, you know, the system's been out there for a long time. Yeah. Right. And yeah, we see we see these new units come out and the new um, black books come out with the. The armies that we've been waiting for and characters that we've been waiting for. But yeah, the battlefield itself. You know? Yeah, the battlefield's the... Well, really, the most important part. Um, If you're playing on, you know, Planet Bowling Ball, where there's no real terrain, it's going to be inside, like, you know, very kind of uh, unbalanced game. And if you're playing 
uh, a city fight where rhinos can't even move freely it's also going to make for a difficult game so in between yep. somewhere there's got to be like a perfect balance of terrain um and different types of terrain right like be it buildings ruins craters it, you know uh insert all the different types here i know just you know with running some of the events here at the house um i've got a lot of different terrain to pick from but i always want to keep trying to make more because it makes tables interesting um but ha adding these new pieces of terrain with new rules i really think could uh yeah benefit but um well even even like that portal yeah oh yeah the kiosk start right? gate the yeah ground. Pretty, pretty much right and you know it's uh that kind of interaction to the game is is really good yeah right you know that was... all of a sudden there's a th all of a sudden there's a third party on the field and it's like uh oh this is a new threat yeah um just to give some of you guys who are listening like a bit of reference point so there was a table that i had the middle of the crown on inside mm -hmm. the middle of the board and it had a lot of uh, kind of old ruined marble type terrain with overgrown trees and some of the uh, Eldar Death World style trees. And the mission for that particular unique table was return to Davin. And mm -hmm. at a certain point in the game, uh, there's basically a roll that was made and demons would start actually pulling themselves through the warp through this gate. And as the uh, organizer, I was walking around from table to table, but it gave me a chance to actually play this third-party uh, faction, which was demons, of course, uh, demons of the Rune Storm. I just made a very small, like, allied detachment list and had a generic table to roll on. And you know, one to three, one to two was Nerglings. Um, on a uh, three, four, it was uh, uh, Plague Bearers, and then on a five, I believe it was uh, Beasts of Nurgle. And then it worked out, I don't know, six, it was an actual herald would come out. And then, yeah, I would start attacking my choice of whoever was closest, friend or foe, it didn't matter. Um, which made it pretty cool, right? There was a lot of uh, fun and a lot of laughs, you know, when <laughs> uh, nerglings and plague zombies are taking down space marines, it's, it's a lot of laughs. So um, that was always fun. But it's just, yeah, it's things like that that add that next level to the game. And if, you know, there's actual support coming from Forge World Games Workshop, you know, to uh, allow us to, to use these kind of things, but in like bigger scales and I guess more of a widely accepted scale, I, I'm i super pumped if that's, you know, if that's at least the glimmer of uh, the future, I think it'll be pretty sweet. Oh, for sure. For sure. I like to see, like I said some different changes for like weather and whatnot and even yeah. like how many times have they been fighting in space you know mm -hmm. in the void all that kind of stuff maybe make something a bit different than what they already have yeah. but um you know you're fighting on a, on a planet that's going through a blizzard right yeah and maybe maybe visual is cut down to half yeah well i know we've even right. had on some of the arctic tables there's no uh gets hot roll yeah Right, and yep. that actually change, that makes a difference. Or you're playing on the desert, and you know if vehicles uh, went flat out, 
or units went over six inches when they you know flat out or run or um, whatever the rule was for the that particular unit they would take you know a hull point because it was overheating their engines and you would get hot on ones and twos yeah right? and yeah these these kind of things change the game a lot not in a breaking way but in a way where you might think twice before rapid firing those 10 plasma guns <laughs> you might only fire five of them because you don't want to lose more <laughs> so now um in go and saying like some of this stuff like because i know we've we've done a little bit of uh rules like that and stuff for just local friendly events yes now come like a tournament you know having this different terrain rule set or upgraded rule set uh, i think would definitely make tournaments a little bit more tactical yeah you know what i mean like because you didn't you wouldn't want to put something in there that would be just totally totally mess up kind of how a game would play like if no. you're doing a narrative thing if you're doing a narrative thing and you're throwing in a lot of these cool little uh missions that have these little mission events and stuff all the power to you yeah. right like do it do it up right um now going to if you're if depending on the tournament like if you're going to this tournament and it's going to be um you know it, it, people are going there to play to use strong lists and like play against each other tactically and whatnot to to win the tournament uh, could be a little different story but at the same time could make things uh, a little bit more interesting for sure you know what i mean uh, sure. but as for regular game pickup games all that stuff everything it, it, to me we need to change for sure yeah for sure and a lot of the a lot of good stuff is coming from like the player base it is it is for sure right um that actually kind of leads us into like the next and like our last kind of topic like for this episode but it's uh it's basically a heresy wish list heresy version 2 wish list if you want to call it that um well, like, so on this particular little spot what things would you really like to see heresy do uh if there was a new edition be it second edition or you know whatever the case may be in certain number here what would you personally like to see and i know i've been i've been sitting on this particular thing for a little bit andy's heard me you know rant and rave about it for a little while <laughs> but just listen to this so when you're fighting mechanicum they're thanatars they're t8 it's a t8 monstrous creature and its interactions and its rules make it actually resilient and um it plays very good on the board uh, your battle automata, you know, like Iron Circle or just your your regular um, Castle X automata, you know, their T7, four wounds, you know, again, monstrous creatures. 
they play well on the board. They can move and fire. They're basically, you know, like a uh, larger version of an infantry. Uh, if they have multiple shooting weapons, they can shoot at different things. It, it's very cool, and it lets them lets them interact in the game in a very, I guess, appropriate way. In in my view, one thing I would love to see for any rules changes coming to Heresy, I would love to see Dreadnoughts get rid of the armor value and go to a wound and toughness chart. And, you know, ah, no, 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 settle down, settle down. Gather around, children, listen. Imagine if your box knots were T6 with five wounds and your... Contemptors were T7 with 6 wounds. And your Leviathans were T8 with, you know, 7 wounds. Where they could actually go on the board and interact like infantry. Being monstrous creatures, rolling around, firing, jump, running into combat. Not having to worry about, you know, getting a, a armor bane chain fist to the face. It They're actually, you know, able to be a little more resilient in my opinion. Um, it does away with the, the hull point and the arcs you're firing. It's basically this thing can, you know, fire and move and attack 360. I really think Dreadnoughts would benefit from this particular rule change. I think Dreadnoughts would be harder to fight. I think they would actually do better on the tabletop. Um, you know, the Leviathan, yeah, he's a beast. I get it. He does a lot of work, but... You know, how often do you see box knots? Or just no, you don't. Or a regular, you know, an MK3 dreadnought? You, you don't. You might see the odd, you know, uh, barbecue knot here and there in like a salamander's list with flamestorm cannons and heavy flamers potting in, which is really good, by the way. Um, but, you know, maybe a cheap mortise option because guys just don't want to spend the 180, 185 for a twin laz or carries contemptor that's about the only time i've ever seen regular box dreadnoughts and that's sad because it's such an iconic model for warhammer and generally not even you know 30k 40k like for just warhammer you hear space marine dreadnought like that's always what comes to my mind and they're great like they look cool but if they were a little bit better and I think making the monsters creatures would make them a little bit better and comparable to Battle Automanta, Thanatar. I really think that that unit in particular would be great. Like, and I shouldn't say that unit, those units, right? Your your regular dreads, your contemptors, your Leviathans, the Daredeo. Like, you could do a lot of fun stuff with these with these dreadnoughts and make them really excel you'd probably see a lot more use out of them i i, I honestly think right? you would like on the field yeah on the field i know i i like i don't remember the last time i put used a box drought and dreadnought I, I don't remember the last time i used one no you know it's i always used the contemptor yeah uh i i, I barely used leviathan leviathan just because it doesn't really fit in with my army right but um it's just yeah it's an interesting point it's i wonder like you gotta wonder their whole idea behind the mechanicum you know uh, like they're still robots yeah (laughs) 
right? But, you know, is it because they're more, I don't know, lack of a better term, more kind of cyborg compared to, like, a space marine being jacked into this huge robot? Yeah. I don't know. It's it's kind of the same cup, right? It is. It is. It's to me like, and that that's that's where I'm comparing like apples to apples, right? I really think the two different types of units are very much the same, but for whatever reason, walkers have this just weird interaction with rules and being, you know, in a weird spot where these arcs and weapon degrees of firing it's, it just it would eliminate so much bs away from dreadnoughts and i think it would make them fundamentally better that yeah i i would love just to even try it in a couple of games uh forge world if you're listening i have no problem experimenting on it for you <laughs> hit me up <laughs> so it, it's just yeah that that's that's one of my biggest um you know heresy 2.0 uh, wish list like things uh, aside from like the main the main elephant in the room being psychic phase so mm. um, yeah, it's a dirty word here you know at Trident uh, psychers in general are dirty unless you're playing space wolves or white scars because let's be real space wolves have psychic powers no and that's the thing white scars don't either they're just, they're just shamans that are using you know the world powers and they have limits. They know when enough is enough. And that's why they're top-notch dudes. And not dirty witches like the rest of y'all. So. <laughs> yeah. And yes, Norman. Yes. Even your dirty Eight. salamander. Hate <laughs> uh, mail coming. Yeah. Out. Even your salamander psychers. It's not allowed. Okay. So. <laughs> and if you play Thousand Signs, we don't even need to mention what you did wrong. So. <laughs> but yeah yeah um psychic phase i i would like to see a change i would like it to is see a huge revamp i would like to see something either something that looks similar to the old like eighth edition fantasy warhammer battle where your army can't be a battery okay so go back in time a couple of years ago thousand suns they basically are a battery army that everything gives its power dice to Magnus or its psychic dice to Magnus. And, you know, whereas fantasy or the change I would like to see is whatever dice your unit actually generates, that is for that unit alone. You can't transfer yeah. it. That's fine. So I know with Magnus, okay, hey, this is what the army is. He's level five psyker and he can roll 2d6. And pick the highest, and that's how many dice he generates. So at any given time, he can have 11 dice. I'm totally fine with that. Totally fine. What I don't want to see is, oh, well, I have a level 3 Praetor. I have Aramin. I have all these Brotherhoods, like, Psyker Brotherhood units. And now Magnus has, like, 19 to 20 dice. I don't want to see that. Because that's just janky and realistically just kind of meh it, it 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 takes the whole game and puts it into like a mini game which i i get that's what you know thousand suns did but the psychic powers that we have available right now in like the official book 
They just, I don't know. They don't scream like good utility for Thousand Suns. I'd rather see them like, oh, they, they can reduce your cover save or they get plus one the hit because they can actually like see with, you know, the different uh, cults inside their legion. They can like, oh, yeah, yeah. if you fire now, you know, and because they're, you know, reading the winds of the warp or whatever. I would rather see stuff like that, like Legion-specific powers that they can use and maybe go away from some of these just generic, well, I'm taking Biomancy because <laughs> that's the best rules for my army. Cool, but not everybody was Biomancy either, right? Like, you had Corviday and Pyrae and all these different, um, you know, subcults inside the Thousand Suns, but your whole army has Biomancy? Lame, okay? So, I just... I'd like to see a revamp on Psychic Phase. I'd like to see casting done a little differently, denying a little bit differently. Uh, I know Ninth has a kind of a neat mechanic where your Psyker, he can cast three powers. You roll a leadership test, compare it to the... Uh, it's not even leadership test. You roll 2d6 and you compare it to your casting value on the spell or 1d6 or whatever you needed. And if you yeah. beat the... the meet or beat the score power goes off well within 24 inches you know the enemy has or the opponent right he has his own psychers and if he can meet or beat your score power is denied awesome cool but the way the way that it is right now in the game it's just it's shenanigans i really don't like it um i don't th you know think it's I think it needs a revamp because psychic powers and psychers in general, minus Thousand Suns and, the, you know, um, maybe the odd traitor element, the, you don't see many psychers on the board at all. No, you don't. No. Yeah, and you know what? Like, a, a thing you touched based on was uh, for those legions that did use psychic powers mm -hmm. it would be nice to see specific different psychic powers for that legion yeah. right like you said um, some of the generic ones not everybody had the same one no. or, or knew the same one right so it would, it would give the army some flavor as well and give yeah. them an opportunity to actually play that phase. Yeah, right? I would. Because I haven't... I don't even think I've played Psychic Powers. You know, to... to be honest, but like... Oh, you will. You'll ride the storm, just, boy. Well, yeah. Well, I will be, <laughs> but... Yeah. Um, it's just... Having some unique powers, maybe for those legions yeah. that that did actually you know dabble tangled with <laughs> the psychic powers yeah exactly it'd be, it'd be a neat little effect right would it make them more powerful it could depending on the psychic powers yeah. but that's what those powers did right is it going to break the game is it going to break the army and make that army unstoppable it shouldn't no right if it's designed properly and, and like, you know, minor bonuses and this and that, but actually do help you out. Cool. Go for it. You know what I mean? 
Um, but yeah, to, to to see psychic powers on the board now, but and you hear about it in the stories all the time, right? You know, so yeah, I don't know. It's it's a touchy one for sure. Um, it is Thousand Suns really being the only army, you know, uh, full army that would completely benefit from psychic powers like they do. Yeah. Out of all the legions, it's like, I get it. They're the most in tune with psychic powers, as they should be. Yeah. But make let's make it different. Let's make it, let's give you options, right? Yeah, they have more psychic powers than anybody else. Okay, that's that's legit. Yeah, totally that's fair. That's cool. Totally fair. Make them break, make them to break the, the game? No, don't do that. Yeah. Just make it different enough to... Um, make it interesting and give you options of different ways of playing your psychic game. Right. Yeah. You know, and who knows, maybe make, um, uh, you know, psychic mishaps and all that stuff, miscasts, maybe change that up too. make it a little bit more devastating, you know, yeah. at least in my opinion, I mean, I'm sure somebody's going to argue it, but yeah, it's all good. It's well, that's that's what we're here for. That's what we want to hear, <laughs> though, guys. Like, yeah, if you're if you're listening to this and you're like rolling back in your chair, just <laughs> right. Like, I want to hear that. Like, make a comment, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> don't just you know, don't just get crazy at home. Like, you know, tell us what you think. If, if you think no, this is completely off base, and you guys sound like you're a couple of crackpots laughing about it, like. Tell me, because I'll, I'll, I would love to have that discussion. Like, well, what what do you think would benefit? You know, a, a change. Um, if you guys have a little warp dust, that's yeah. All. Sniff some warp dust and get back to me. Let me know if you figure. <laughs> um, but it's yeah, it's very much interesting to see what other people have to say, right? Like, I know, like I won't go into a lot of detail, but some of the. Some of the comments on, like, you know, a couple of these pages out there, as soon as you mention, like, hey, you know, this would be really cool, this this mechanic, you know, in, in ninth works really well, as soon as oh, you... Oh, I'm not playing ninth. Yeah, man, you bring that anywhere near heresy, and, you know, I'm going to say it, but there's some of these neckbeard guys out there that are just so against it, so against it, and it's like, yeah, but if it made the game better more enjoyable where more people would maybe even jump into heresy would you not want to see it like flourish it needs to evolve it does uh, right games that don't evolve they die a slow death i'm not saying heresy's dead i got all the black books i'm a big player big collector i'm just saying if you don't evolve eventually yeah it does slowly die so we need something to happen, and I think if it was positive changes for the game, even though I love yeah. the game as is, I, I can be you know straight up enough that I realize yes, there is a change needed. But yeah, like if it makes everything better, I'm all for it, all for it. Well, for sure, I hear you. I'm myself, I. You know, I'm good to try anything, right? So, 
new missions, new terrain, new psychic powers, changes. Sure, let's do it. Let's try it. Yeah. It's the only way we're going to find out, right? Mm -hmm. Is it good? Good. It's not good? Well, shit. Yeah. Well, you know? I guess we found out. But Yeah, exactly. But um, to make those changes to improve things and and like you said too, you know, the guys that instantly just turn around. Oh, uh, if it turns to ninth, I'm I'm out. Yeah, I'm gonna sell my stuff. Slow down. I'm gonna get rid Slow of it. Slow down. <laughs> Slow down. I'm not saying change it to ninth. The rule set is good. Uh, it just needs an update and some tweaking and some readjustment to like the older armies, you know, uh, to see different units come into into the fight again. Like, you know, there's there's a lot of units out there that you don't see because they're not good. Yeah. They're not that great. They're actually worse. Right? Mm hmm But, you know, that's where there's a lot of this community stuff that is rebalancing things and true adjusting points. And it, it's good to try it out. Hey, if you're hardcore and you like just vanilla, that's all the power to you. Go ahead, play it, you know. Yeah. Depending on depending on your community. Just you go with that. That's that's it, right? But yeah. If if you want to try some variety and some spice, uh, check out you know the Mornaval rule set. Uh, their mm -hmm. FAQ, they have uh, intense, intense update of some units like Phoenix Terminators are always AP two, always. Yeah. Like wow, that squad just went from looks nice on the board to like I want to take that in my army all the time. And if you're like, oh, I still wouldn't take them. Don't lie to me. You don't lie. I know you would. Right? Like everyone would take them. That's 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 why they they they're changing and making little updates here and there because it, these are iconic units in the game that just need a little bit of love. Yeah. So what what do you what do you think, Monty? You got a you got a, a wish list thing? You know, like oh I. You got anything? I think I just—I think I just—I just mentioned it. Is these older units? Yeah, that's and yours. Actually, you know, there is one. There is one big wish Hit list, me. and um, it's nice that they're—they're—they've kind of started it. Oh. Uh, the and it, it goes to the to the models oh, actually. There is a lot of models that still are not released. Have you seen the con? <laughs> God. He's he's missing you guys. Yeah. He's still missing. Come home. Uh, he's missing. Um, it's funny you mentioned the con because I, I ended up reading this. I can't remember what it was. It was an article or something. And they're like, you know, probably the reason that they released Lionel Johnson before the con is because he was easier to do, right? To, to create, like model wise. Fair enough. But you know what? Get it done. Yes, you know, please. Um, my whole thing is what I would like to see model side, uh, models not released aside. There is a lot of different characters in the story that you actually don't see in the rule book. Now, truth, if they were to come out with. A plethora of different characters 
for all the legions to upgrade and give different play styles to the legions and upgrades you know this character does this this character can lead to your army doing this bonuses here bonuses there but different characters i think you would see a lot more of these minor characters being you know fielded in in the battle mm -hmm. you know um you know it's just having the option to make these characters i think is a missed opportunity yeah right yeah and sure. i get it i get the models would take longer to do but what are they doing right now what have they've always done they make the book they make the rules yet there's no model yet yeah so it's it's like you know uh double-edged sword kind of thing right like damned if you do damned if you don't if, if you're going to make these rules well the model's going to take time well we know that yeah right you know if you're going you're going to continue on with the heresy and um still not have all your units and or characters out you know by the time the heresy is complete well that leads to a lot of conversions which is fine yeah you know which is fine like uh ultramarines i don't have fulman terrace terminators yet and you see a lot of conversions for those you don't have the Luktaris uh jump troops you know as plain Jane as they may be, I'm sure they can make them look pretty legit. You know, stuff like that. Uh, the named character, Dreadnought, um, they haven't really made him, mm -hmm. you know, for Ultramarines. But there's also a lot of other armies that don't have stuff done either, right? Yeah. So, and you can see it starting to happen now. And hopefully that's kind of the trend that they're going to go and do so but yeah wish list i'd like to see a lot of other minor characters pop out and give different styles of play for the different armies for the different legions yeah right so yeah, no for sure i can definitely see it just, that it gives it more flavor yeah it gives the armies different flavors you know because a lot of times what you'll see is like a guy will want to run his army a certain way and he ends up just taking like all these generic units. Mm -hmm. Well, you're just you're just playing Space Marines. I was going to say you're, you're playing. playing Ultramarines. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, other than that, like besides an update yeah. for for older rules you know older legions yeah i think that's really really about it yeah no I, I i feel it i feel it for sure oh i have one other one the imperial army and militias oh yeah i would love to see them come out with a huge range of models for that you know like just come out with something that's 30k esque you know mm -hmm. that would be pretty cool i could definitely yeah it would be nice to see more than just solar ox or you know whatever it's it's 
I get where the converting comes in because the world is your oyster if you convert. And there's yep. tons of different opportunity with all the different sites out there that you can make really anything. But, you know, we, as a player base, we like to support Forge World and what they do, too. Um, if we didn't, oh, it would sure. be where it is. So if we can, you know, buy essentially, you know, the home brand, uh, I, you know people will. Um, the one thing that I think a lot of people forget is, you know, the team isn't huge working on it. It takes time. Um, some of the rumors, right, where it's now, you know, there's more of a dedicated team for specialist games and stuff, and there's a dedicated team specifically just for heresy. Hey, man, if that's true, awesome. Um, but, you know, again, we just be patient, and we got to let... The company do its thing first right and see what's actually coming down the pipe and you know not just kind of knee-jerk reaction to everything you hear or see online because it's that's i think probably the hardest part that the community the community is its best but like its worst um ally too right like you get those guys who yeah. just it's 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 just constant complaining. Oh well, the armor looks funny, or that doesn't look how I thought it would look. And yeah, but who cares, man? Like content is content, models are models. Like anything, heresy, man, is is a good thing. Anyone who's salty about you know Malagers the Twisted, hey, like come on, man. Like the model looks amazing. It may not be your aesthetic because you're comparing it to all these uh, MK3 mk4 sons of horus who are clean and don't really emulate a lot of the uh, artwork that you'll see in collected visions like later on in the heresy and like let's let's be real if, if the models are changing and they're looking more corrupted that's okay the timeline is moving forward um spoiler guys like they do become chaos space marines so, like, if their armor starts to look like that, well, that's not a bad thing. That's okay. So, it's just... Who knows? Maybe it's preparation for, you know, the Siege of Terra. Oh, God. So good. Right. I, I, I can only hope so, honestly. I, I really do hope if there is, like, a new box or something coming, I hope it is a Siege of Terra box. Something crazy. Like, I know some people, they, well, they just jumped right to the Siege. Well, yeah, man, that's... Where have you been the last four or five books? <laughs> it's crazy like I, I was on book 35 and i jumped ahead to the solar war because I, I wanted to you know there was a lot of hype going on about the books and i'm still gonna listen and audiobook you know all the way back to the end but holy moly like you know if, if you're caught up if you've read saturnine uh if you're into mortis wow like just wow for real so yeah, I would love to see everything kind of move forward and get uh, a little extra, little extra love. I think it will. Eventually, it will. Uh, it's, it's not dead. That's for no, sure. No, no. So, so well, that's that's about all I got. I know there was a few spots in there that were kind of ranty. They might have sounded a little ranty, guys. But I just yeah, I, I really wanna really want to talk about these changes in a positive manner and not not come across kind of how some of these pages are right like having a difference of opinion of what you want to see the system do totally fine but you know like again 
if you keep it constructive and you keep it into a you know an actual conversation you can as a community you'd be surprised what kind of things you guys can come up with making heresy great again well, that's just it that's the whole goal so whatever we can do as a community to make heresy better again there are guys out there like you know um tom and the Mornovel events crew you got Andrew with the Aussie 30k guys, and then we've got, you know, uh, Ben with King Fluff, the uh, uh, Great Crusade books, right? Like, the that's the community at its finest, coming out with yeah. this new stuff and making it look, you know, making heresy as good as it can be. So, yeah, like, support support the changes, support the positives, and the rest, the rest will come. You just got to give, you know, Forge World a chance to get caught up and ready and you know I, I can't imagine it's an easy task so you know let's let's try and do our part and give them support and you know feedback too but constructive feedback because it goes a long way it goes a long yep. way exactly so but that's that's basically all, all I've got um, uh, oh before I guess we sign off here, uh, you know, we just wanted to touch base. We did announce our giveaway for on Instagram for Trident. That's right. So it's basically once we hit our 350 followers, we're going to be giving away a limited edition Ravener Returned book. Uh, if you're into the Ravener series at all, it is awesome. And I would definitely recommend uh, going to Trident.Wargaming on Instagram and throwing down a follow. Uh, look for the uh, post with the book cover in it and basically follow along. It's, you know, in a nutshell, basically like the post, follow Trident, uh, you know, tag two or more friends. And everyone who's on that particular post who is chiming in is going to get entered into a random draw. And once we hit the 350 um, followers, we'll do that live and uh, ship it out to you anywhere anywhere you are. So definitely, yeah, don't delay. Jump on. Um, it's just one way we can kind of give back to the community because, you know, we've been getting some pretty good support. And uh, we just, yeah, want to give back and say thanks and kind of just do what we can so and i think that's pretty much it for this episode yep. mm, it was good so thank you again for uh listening and uh yeah we'll definitely uh catch you next time <laughs>